Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes. Welcome to episode 53 of Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, the running podcast for the average runner. Myself, Wooly. And Steve, the Spartan Sparling, in session at the moment. Hey, mate. How are you going? Good, mate. Good. The others are going to uh, join in as they get to their computers, but we thought we'd start. So we had a good long run this morning, mate. Yeah, I kicked off with you. You guys did a, a little bit further, but I had sort of other intentions. But the plan was to do a bit of a warm-up. And um, I turned around with Rory at three and a half Ks, just on the other side of the Hornybrook, because he was only doing 17 K total. So I just did my extras on the other side once we got back. You guys did 24, was it? Yeah, just over 24. I was tempted to jog it up to 25, but I was like, oh. There's someone someone mentioned, is that is that the tip of the pier to the other tip of the pier and back to Decker? Is that right? Yeah, so we but, went, yeah, so we started at Decker, straight across the Hornybrook Bridge. Yeah. Right to the end of the pier of um, Woody Point Pier. Yeah. All the way back around, past Decker Park, all the way to the other end, so the Shawncliffe Pier. Touch the end of the jetty and all the way back, and that's 24. Yeah, Good that's run. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And the weather was kind today. I had a little bit of a breeze in the, on the yeah. traveling south, so we had like a light breeze. It was quite cooling, so it was good. It's dropped a few degrees, eh? Yeah, the mornings are awesome. I'm ready to get stuck back in. I had a bit of a easier week because of the I was, like, I was pretty sore from the dust till dawn, believe it yeah, or not. Like, I know it's only 15K, but... It, Sort of took a bit out of my legs, eh? Like I was sore for a few days. And it wasn't a flat track, so you would have been using a, a sort of a bit more muscles too. You know, trying yeah. to keep stability. Borderline cross country, really. Like yeah. just a flat. You'd sort of call that a flat cross country, I reckon. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. So what have you done training wise? Oh, last week I hit almost seventy five, and this week I just backed it off a bit. I was talking a bit with everyone from the Striders this morning, just saying I'm more worried about increasing too quickly. Um, and just sort of having that injury back. Yeah, so I, I, one day after work, I had a quite a big day at work, and I come home, I chucked everything on to go for a run, and then went out the door, go about 20 metres down the pathway, and had that same feeling that I had with my injury. So I just pulled up and thought, I'll just have brekkie and go to bed and have a rest. But in the afternoon, I did this. I went for a run, just an easy run, and um, it seemed okay. So, But, um, yeah, during the week, I just did a lot of... Um, slower kilometers i did a threshold run on thursday i think with kylie she was on a bike so she pushed me for the 3k 1k 1k intervals and just running at around a 420 pace so kind of having someone pushing you along is pretty cool makes um, it easier eh? yeah yeah it um she did a few videos i didn't know she sent them to me afterwards and I'm looking at myself running going geez i hate looking at myself running slow but when you when you sort of see yourself running faster, it's kind of everything comes together and your form looks better. But I hate looking at myself running slow. Look lazy. Yeah, me too. No, <laughs> I, I have to think about lifting my, you know, my back back lift higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting the shuffle. Yeah. So then, yeah, Saturday I um I went down to um, uh, what is it called? Patrick's the end of Patrick's Road to the sports fields there, and then. Sam was meeting me and we're just going to have a bit of a Sam Gardner. He's the winner of the hundred K event out where he was running on the weekend. Yep. Dust till dawn. Um, 
Yeah, Dust of Dawn. He's the 100K winner, and I thought I'll have a catch-up with him finally after work. So um, Leslie Patrick Fields there, and he's already started at probably five past six, and I got him when he's about maybe four or five Ks in and did 10 Ks with him, just lapping around, having a bit of a chat about everything running. Um, a few good stories come out of it. We talked about one of the runners. Um, I'll let him tell the story, but, yeah, one of the runners back in the – Olympics early days that got the 5,000, 10,000 and the, the marathon all at the one Olympics gold. So that's pretty cool. So I had a bit of a look into that. And then today wow. I just did me, um, did the long run with mega run. So 10 K to finish, which is kind of cool. Just a tempo session at the end of a, a long run. So 10 K warm up, 10 K hard. And then that's it. That's how my weeks have been going. So oh, good stuff. Well, we might as well, um, sub him in cause he's just joined the chat. The, uh, dust till dawn, 100k winner for 2023 sam gardner how you going mate good good how are you good mate really good good yeah thanks for having us on no man good to good to get you on good to have a chat be good to interesting to hear your thoughts about the event because i really enjoyed it but i I mean my my race was much shorter than yours it was over and done with but yeah like um well we'll get to the dust till dawn a bit later why don't you um Tell us sort of how you got into running and how long have you been running for and all that sort of jazz. Uh, I guess I'm sort of pretty new to it because uh, I used to always like, yeah, like uh, like rugby union and league through school and got to the point where I was coming towards the end of my apprenticeship uh, in tiling and I hurt my shoulder really badly. So I sort of had to walk away from all sport and just concentrated on work. And then, yeah, I've got osteoarthritis in my right foot. So I was seeing a uh, podiatrist about that, uh, one leg long, being longer than the other. So I was having like pinching back issues. So mm. yeah, I just got sick of sitting still really, uh, even to the point where I was using a crutch outside of work sometimes if I had to walk too far. And then, yeah, he sort of planted a seed that maybe like doing something is probably going to be better than not. So started on the treadmill, 200 meters, 400 meters, and this was start of 2019. And then in February, they were signing up to Gold Coast Marathon, half marathon. Uh, and then, yeah, he said, why don't you try for that? There's a good training program that you can come and do that with us. And then, yeah, I worked my way up to, to that and ran my first half marathon in 2019 on the Gold Coast and just hated the whole thing. Like it went horribly wrong. Massive blood blister that sort of like like busted at the end of it. And my mate who was there, he said to me, like, you're probably the second worst person that went over the, like looking wise, uh, over the line and the other guy was getting carried. So maybe don't, don't keep doing this. So then, um, yeah, I sort of walked away for a little bit and thought, actually, that was pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, didn't think I could get through it. And then, um, yeah, they signed up to the New York Marathon when taking people over. So I was like, yeah, like, I'm not going to miss an opportunity like that, which didn't eventuate because of COVID, um, but figured out that I should try and start training for something again and, and signed up to Noosa, Noosa Try that year, uh, about five weeks before, got a bike, started swimming and and did that event and then, yeah, just fell in love with it. And um, Had you, had you yeah, been a rider before that? no. No, never. I'd okay. never even been on a, on a push bike, really. So you're a weapon on the bike, yeah. from what I've seen. It's definitely the the um the leg that I've used to to try and get fitness, uh, like get fitter and and use it to learn how to to suffer, I guess, the most. Yeah. Um, and it's been the nicest on the joints as as far as 
yeah, not not being very good at running um, and then trying to get fitter to do that too. So, so yeah, that's where it sort of sort of started, I guess. Is that yeah. where you met Noel McBurney? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just down at the crit track at Nunda and I saw, like, I kept seeing these, um, yeah, energy lab guys running around and I, I was putting my bike in at the same time as him and, and chewed his, like, ear a little bit and, yeah, was pretty fascinated and he was really welcoming and, and said, come down and, yeah, I guess that, that friendship's just grown since then, really. He's a yeah. legend, Noel, eh? Yeah, so much information and, and happy to share it and, yeah, pretty selfless bloke for sure. Man, I Definitely. can't believe you've only been running for like a couple of years and you're yeah, already I had just starting to smash these longer distance races. Yeah, I feel like I had to learn the hard way because I got two really bad stress fractures uh, at the start. So one uh, in the foot and then another one about seven months later. Um, it happened in the Tweed Enduro, uh, which is a half Ironman distance. About 800 from the finish line, just got that jabbing pain and walked the rest of the way and then yeah it was sort of over for a little bit so but then that, sorry where um, was the, yeah, the guys that was the lower tibia on the right okay, side yeah. um which was a grade 4b so um but then he asked me what the left leg felt like i said no it's fine and then he said um because you've got a grade 2 stress fracture in that tibia <laughs> and i said um i said to steve yesterday all i heard was that i've got to get the other Sorry, mate. We'll... Grade two, and I can start running again. So, mate, so we... after I did that, I did we my lost first. you there. Hey, Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, just back um, up to where the grade two tear in your left foot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know whether you're yeah. near your Wi Fi or maybe get closer to the modem or whatever. Yeah, I'm just on um like mobile data because we're just still out at breakfast at my brother's place. Sorry. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry, man. Yeah. Yeah. If it breaks up, yeah, I'll go, um, I'll go a bit higher up. But, um, yeah, so then I'd signed up to the Gold Coast Marathon that year um, and then did the stress fracture in the lower tibia. And, um, yeah, everyone said, don't think about doing anything. And I thought maybe I could do the half marathon four months after the, the, the like, stress fracture. And then, um, yeah, kept prolling along, doing um, run off the bike, run off the bike. And then they cancelled the Gold Coast Marathon that year. That was the um, three days out or two days out. I remember so, that. Yeah, it was pretty heartbreaking, but didn't know if I could do it anyway. But then um, went down to Sir Leslie Patrick and did 105 and a half laps down there and ran my first marathon. Wow. <laughs> so that was so, the virtual That was the virtual side of it. So you did the virtual marathon at a, at a track field. Yeah, yeah. Which, um, Jeez. yeah, which it felt like I'd almost, before Sam did a marathon to after that, I just felt like a new, a new person. Like it was the most amazing feeling and, yeah, two laps I was on my own and then my wife dropped into the car car park just to see the final lap. And yeah, it was just cloud nine forever after that. Yeah, wow. So you done you done a pretty amazing run at the G C fifty at a goal of four hours and you only just missed that. And then a few months later now you've run a hundred Ks as you you just doubled the distance. So how did that all come about? Um well, I did. Yeah, I thought I'd go away from running a little bit through December. So I got back on the bike um, to try and do a big ride on Christmas Eve. Um, they call it the Rafa 500. And there's a big group that meet at Nunder and try and do it in one go or as much as they can. So I ended up doing that and just like, yeah, thought maybe I could do something yeah, a bit bigger. But listening to you guys and um, Nathan was sort of saying it a few times about dusk till dawn. And then I finally looked it up and being $60, I thought, 
you know, there's no risk in <laughs> if I don't make it or do anything. And um, yeah, so I set myself a mini goal of doing two weeks of one hour 15 in the morning and one hour 15 of running in the evening for two weeks straight. And once I got through that, I thought, yeah, I'll sign up and, and see where I can end up. Awesome. Yeah, we looked at your training run a few weeks back up to that and it's pretty impressive. You did like, I think, four weeks in a row right on that sort of 200K mark, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, I didn't think it was at the time, but reflecting, I was like, yeah, that's, yeah, I was real proud of that. Um, yeah, after doing it. So after Dust to Dawn, you would have been pretty wasted, I imagine, doing 100K. And then this week, I follow you on Strava, and I think Tuesday or Wednesday, you went out to the crit track and rode 54Ks at an average of like 35 kilometers an hour. That's crazy. Yeah, it felt so good to be back on the bike because um, I'd missed it so much this year. Um, yeah, because that's the first time I've been back on. So, And it's a good vibe down there. You sort of forget you're in pain or, or a bit suffering. So, yeah, it's just a, a good, happy place I find. Um, and it was just so good to get, like, get moving again, to be honest. Cool. We should um, welcome into the chat Mr. Fraser Barden. How are you going, hey. Fraser? Good, mate. And um, Nathan is logging in currently. Yeah, so Sam, the uh, dust till dawn, what was the plan? Oh, here he is. Nathan, how you going? All right, boys. Sam? How are you? Yeah, good, mate. That's good. Yeah, mate. So with the, the dust till dawn, what was your like, what was your plan for that? Like, did you have a pace that you were going to try and hit or was it just to win the race or yeah, what was the plan? Definitely with no, there was no real plan to win. Like that was so far from the trainer thought. I thought I might be able to try and aim for, for 10, but that was like right at the start when I thought, because the idea was to try and do three three-hour blocks and then finish the, the last hour, however it goes. Um, but of course, once I started training properly for it, that, yeah, I had no idea which way that would go. So, yeah, I do like to try and run on feel. And that's the way I did a lot of the, the runs previously, um, to just try and feel comfortable and, and find some comfort. So I knew at the start of the race that I was going to feel pretty good because it was my best take a week um, that I'd probably had and just felt the best I'd ever felt, to be honest, going into a race. And then, um, yeah, I knew I started a bit too fast, but I just wanted to go with it because I didn't overly care if I finished or or however it went. I just want to enjoy each each lap and just feel nice, I guess. And um, yeah, I guess by the time it hit 50k, I knew I was probably feeling good again. Like nutrition felt good, and yeah, there was some great support there that sort of gave you a bit of a high. So after that, I started. Well, I did start to get a uh, a bit of a blister on the left foot. And um, I didn't know how that was going to go because any proud rock really made me want to like cringe and cry, I guess. So, um, but almost used that to try and like take away the pain that was going on everywhere else. So it was almost like a positive. I, I sort of felt like it was. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then got to a point where I took the lead at about 60K. And then I didn't know exactly who the bloke was that I'd passed or the other person. So I was like, 
oh, maybe they're feeling really good. I've just got to keep going because maybe it's going to come down to a sprint finish in a 100K event. Oh, but there's just so many things going through my head. Um, so, yeah, then, yeah, the longer it went on, I noticed there was a lot more people walking and I just kept trying to feel strong and almost from the hips down, I knew it was complete anarchy and, and like I knew it was hurting. But then from the waist up, just tried to be really calm about it. And there was this sense of calmness the whole time, which um, was really cool to play with because, yeah, I sort of follow a few people that, that talk about trying to get to that pain cave and feeling comfortable being uncomfortable. So, yeah, yeah I, I just tried to work really hard on that. And I think um, I got to the 93K mark and I was like, that was the first time I let myself think that I was going to finish. So I took off because Noel sort of, um, he was doing laps with me by then. Uh, and he sort of told me, let's have a bit of a game plan. And then I was like, almost didn't want to hear someone tell me what I'm going to do. So I sort of just took off on him and did my two quickest laps at 93. And then I woke up to myself and said, you know, cool it, cool the jets. Cause um, yeah, anything could go wrong still. Yeah, so still got a long way to go. Eh? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was a bit crazy, but yeah, but still I wanted to feel like know what it felt like to, to try and take off after doing 93 K as well. So there was a lot of things that I was just like, yeah, trying to enjoy the whole thing, really. And it paid off. Man, I actually liked the idea of breaking it up into the three-hour blocks and then the final yeah. hour. Yeah. I think because I did that 500K ride straight, I um, I think that gave me a bit of confidence that the body could do something for that that longer time um, without really knowing. But, um, yeah, the nutrition side of that and everything, like doing that event really helped me like figure out some sort of a game plan that yeah you could sort of almost get through it by th following that same sort of thing without i guess the testing yourself like running i i do struggle with i've always struggled with that out of the three or two legs that uh, but i've just wanted to get better at it so i sort of just just immerse myself in it um sam you've um Previously done, I have to apologize for last week because I thought it was longest your drum was just about 42K, but it was 50K, the Gold Coast 50. How did yeah. your legs uh, compare to the 50 to the 100? Um, they were pretty sore, but I was sort of in this big work block at the time. Um, I was working weekends. So after GC50, I knew I had to go to work and keep tiling. So I guess I'd prep myself that the idea was... I didn't have time to to feel sore. So um, after the 100, like I was in so much pain. I reckon I could have stopped at 50 or 70 or 90 yeah. and it just would have been the same amount of pain. But knowing that you had to get to the 100, you sort of just have to get through it. So, yeah, I found that really interesting because I just wanted to cry afterwards. It was so <laughs> sore. I couldn't move. I couldn't stand up. And I think even though you might run faster for a shorter distance, there gets to a point of, see, at 25K, my legs didn't feel bad. It was only so when I got to like 30K, my legs were stuck. I was like, oh, here it comes. Like It feels like people are stuck big needles in their legs. And I think it, it, until you've run those sort of distances, it's hard to really comprehend what you're then having to put up with, like K after K. And it's all right, yeah. I've only got a couple of K to go. But when you have to suffer it like, probably you were suffering 50, 60, 70, 80K of that pain. It really is like, yeah. you have to get used to it, don't you? You have to get used to going, yeah. well, you know what? I know it hurts, but 
um, it, it's a, it's probably a different mentality, I think, to running a shorter distance where the fitness really, you're like, oh, can I keep this pace going? Whereas it's more like, yeah. can I actually get my keep my legs going for Which, that that distance? I do agree, but I was almost shocked because, yeah, it is a lot longer than I'd ever run that. It was almost the same pain for the last 50. So it's not like it went up or down or, you know, the knee flared up or the ankle started getting tighter or anything. It just stayed the same the entire time. So I think I was overly trying to listen for, for an issue, but it just never came. It just yeah. kept staying the same. It just sits, I was it? real happy about too. It gets to that level and it just sort of stays in. Yeah, it? it's a weird feeling that, and I think that message that you sent me, um, like when we were chatting and you said, if you can train for a 50, then it's more mental after that. Like that resonated so much when I was trying to train mm -hmm. for it. And, and in the race, I was like, it really is so true that like, you're just like relying on your mental strength to, to persevere rather than feeling really strong and you've done all the work or anything like that. So yeah, that really did did work for me in the race for sure. Sam, I've got a question for you. When I'd finished my race and I was hanging in your tent talking to Noel, he's actually, he's actually cooking me a, a burger. Um, you grabbed a yes. can of V and you were drinking um, cans of V whilst you were running. Yes. And I thought, oh man, wouldn't that give you like a stitch or make you burp or something? But what's the theory behind that? Because Noel said, nah, that's one of the best things you can drink it. That's something to when you've, you know, absorbing the gels or some. Yeah. I, um, I don't really use it often and I rarely drink those drinks to be honest, but I did use that a lot in that 500 K ride, um, for the same reason that I just think your body's starving of anything. And, and it's such a like potent mix that, yeah. And I knew because they're small cans, it would just give me something, um, that bit of a prep up so i only bought five small cans of it um i did rely on a lot of solid things and and definitely the gels but um yeah i just found that that was really good in the in the ride that that i could just yeah dump it and then and then it would just go through and it wasn't comfortable for probably the next lap but i didn't think anything was going to be comfortable whatever i took down so but a lot of the training too because i i know that you guys uh, mentioned that i did a lot of like running at night time i tried to run after dinner with a full belly and just to feel really uncomfortable and push through um, and by the end of each run i did feel really good so yeah i guess it was a bit race specific in in the evening runs for sure a lot of reassurance um, in your running yeah man Which, yeah, it just, makes you feel more comfortable yeah. you just fucking nailed the um the preparation i reckon like you just yeah. I was looking through your Strava, you're double running nearly every day. Yeah. I reckon that's why you felt strong towards, you know, the yeah. pain didn't get to the point where you had to stop because you just, your preparation yeah. was so good. You just nailed it. Well, I was shocked how the body adapted even doing that. So there was some sessions I was going down with Noel on a Tuesday morning and I was so sore the night before after the last one. And then it just turned up and, and felt better. Like, like I hadn't run for the last week. So yeah, the body's adaptation in that, like those few weeks was astounding, which again, just makes you think that maybe there's a lot more that you can ask of yourself if, if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's next, Sam, 
Any uh, any new events on the radar? Well, I was always hoping that the Dust Till Dawn might have been a training session for maybe the Noosa Ultra. Um, but yeah, because I've been on YouTube a heap watching all these Ultra stuff, I noticed that Dead Cow Gully's the maybe a week or two after that one too. So yeah, I'm sort of throwing up the idea maybe one of those. But um, yeah, this year we've knocked down our house and stuff. So it's going to be a poor year because I'll be tiling on weekends uh, at that place. So, yeah. Heaps of work in front of you. Yeah, I'm just not excited about this year, but just try and keep a bit in touch and just try and get a lot out of the road early and then, yeah, maybe some shorter stuff. And I know this sounds silly, but maybe try and go for a big PB on a marathon or something like that mid-year or, or yeah. sunny coast full. Well, I've locked in the Gold Coast. Um, Steve, have you uh, entered yet? I haven't entered, but I will. Yeah, yeah, I definitely will. Sorry, yeah. Sam. I just re- I reckon that you're like made for oh, that dead cow gully. Yeah, you see, and I'm totally addicted to watching them on YouTube. Eh? I just yeah. think that you, with your um the ability that you have to do those massive miles in training, and you're obviously tough as nails. I don't know how you go with like, like, you know, lack of sleep and that, but you've got all the ingredients to do really well in that event. You should have a crack. You should have a real serious crack. Yeah. Yeah. You did say to me on Saturday. Well, that's what I'm nervous about. Cause... Oh, sorry. You go. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, that's what I'm scared of. I think that if I got caught up in it, that I might sort of go way too far. And, and cause I've just started this new job uh, after 19 years being on the tools that, um, yeah, if I sort of called in sick for a few days or, or need the time off. Yeah. I just, yeah, I'd love to like, if, even if it's not this year or I think it's, yeah, I reckon I, I'd love sort of getting involved with something that, that asks a lot of questions and, and the community side by the looks of it, um, even the event dead, like the dust till dawn, I just thought the people were great. The competitors like only sort of got along with like, a couple of them, but they were just brilliant and probably probably stay in touch and watch some of their their stuff in the future or try and catch up for a run for sure if you did do some one of those backyard events you said on saturday you'd have a goal uh, like a short-term goal to complete 24 hours so but how far if you only went a little bit further than that you could get the 100 miler anyway yeah i think that just the idea of a, a miler just sounds so cool so yeah i think yeah i think obviously that'd be that'd be a mini goal to try and tick off and then if you're still there, then so be it. If not, then yeah, just a cool, cool concept for sure. You're sort of following in um, cameraman's footsteps because he won the 100k dust till dawn, and then he's gone and won. I sort of wish I'd never listened to him, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I reckon I've gone back to it three times and listened to him, and I've watched his YouTube, and now I'm trying to mimic his running technique, form, and everything. So. I don't know yeah, if you follow him I on. <laughs> don't know if you follow him on Strawberry. The other Saturday, they went out early and did another hundred k. So, um, just on the weekend, wow. yeah, him and one of the other guys from from one of the ultras there, they they run a hundred k and ended up I don't know where. They, they, I think yeah, it was from Peter somewhere, didn't they? Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> it's just a one way. So obviously someone's going to pick them up. But yeah, they they did it at like crazy pace like five minutes 36 a kilometer over 100 k's he did bag Bloody drops hell. the day before yeah oh, man, i'm getting goosebumps listening to it yeah i just think what a freak freak of nature yeah he's crazy eh? Just yeah a different, but different breed. the good crazy that 
makes you sort of think that yeah, you could do more for sure. So yeah, so you're you're um you're probably going to be flat out with work, so no major events really this year, unless you can squeeze yeah, them in. Pretty much. I thought maybe I just might have a big run year this year and then go back to triathlon and and maybe try and do the debut of a, an Ironman and and have a good crack at that and. Yeah, I won't say times and stuff that I'd aim for, but yeah, I definitely want to because I go up in age group next year. So yeah, I wouldn't mind having a good crack. What do you reckon um, you could run? Oh, sorry, I'm literally just right. saying, <laughs> asking you what you just said you didn't want to say. But what do you reckon you could <laughs> run for the marathon off the bike uh, on a on you know dream day where everything just went perfect? I guess that's my like I've done three half Ironmans now, and I've got my run down to an hour thirty two which I still would yeah. like to get a bit better than that. But um, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to get close to doubling that for, for when I do pull the trigger on a, on an iron man, but might be optimistic too. I tell them all what you told me after you did your, your 500 K bike ride, which you told me it took 13 hours. Was it you were in the saddle? So in all seriousness, Sam finishes his, um, his ride 13 hours in the saddle, 500 Ks. And then goes, Oh, I want to see if my yeah, legs work. And I'll 13 go for hours, 10. So go for a run after this and see if my yes, legs work a run off the bike i put them in there just in case because i just thought no one else would be stupid enough to to try and do a run off the bike after 500k and then i started and i thought actually this feels all right so i started and then i got down to 440 pace and i was like all right i've got to stop because this is just going too silly so yeah i just did 1.2k i think and then and then called it. And then the hardest part of that is keep back to the car and I want to move this thing. But yeah. yeah well done, mate. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah congratulations for the, for winning the uh, dust till dawn. You're yeah. In thanks the, for uh, the support too. Yeah. No, so good seeing you boys all there and stuff. A great event. I definitely go back out there next year. Yeah. I was saying to the boys, I reckon we should take a, um, you know, like a big, like maybe hire a mini bus or, or, you know, a truck with a trailer and set a gazebo up with a big drinks table and have some music playing and Yeah. Set up yeah. some lights. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Go down there that power where that caravan was on the corner. That darker end for there. those poor runners. So. Yeah. Get yeah. some lights. Yeah, that was great for that. But they just needed a little bit more on that other side. Yeah. Just out the back on out where the um the grass was near where the airstrip where they were doing the yeah. skydiving. Yeah, just a bit more light out there would have been, um, been uh, would have been nice. But that was the bit that I found the yeah. found the hardest yeah. day on that grass because it was quite rutted and so there was dry, holes and yeah. So to get your rhythm going and then you'd hit like a absolutely. bump or a hole and it'd just knock you. Out yeah, you. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I watched a bloke. He was about ten meters ahead. He went into the ditch and I was like, oh, poor bloke. And I ran through that same ditch another three times in a row. I was like, what the hell? So then I was just accentuating, like going around it and I'm just every other time. So yeah, it was just a funny course that, yeah, it just gave you everything, I reckon. Like good test and a bit of niceness and a bit of hardness. Like, yeah, it was just great. Yeah, I went wide on that, out that back bit, that back straight. I just went wide because I knew there was no ruts or holes there. I just went, oh, you yeah, know, I'll just run the extra. Just run that. Yeah, if you pick a, pick a good run. Yeah. Yeah. 
Man, if they could find an area in Brisbane to do an event like that, there'd be well, it'd probably be too many people that would do it. They'd have to cap the numbers, I reckon. But if they did yeah. something like that more local, they would have some of the like, you know, they'd have just some really fast runners doing the shorter distances. Yeah. My back paddock though, my, my we call it Van Dam paddock. Um, and it is seven hundred and fifty meters all the way around. You have to come in via the dam, back out around. It's 750. But if you came in and did into our first paddock, say through the gate round, and I reckon that would make it the extra 250. I reckon you could get a K out of that would be uh, good. But then where the hell is everyone going to park? They'd have to park inside and then out on the street. To, and that, they wouldn't, yeah. yeah, they wouldn't be able to get, they, they could park in on the grass, mm. bullshit, but they wouldn't be able to get out until <laughs> the end of the, the end of the race and there'd be no power but um yeah you i reckon like it's doable but i don't know if the numbers would be uh you could do it somewhere like you know Chermside park or something you know marching yeah. park somewhere like but that then you got insurance it. haven't you then you gotta get your insurance and we'll get people to sign a waiver sorry sam what was you saying no i did like because i think that jeff run he did a i think it was steve saying yesterday that they did one at bribey yeah, stuff like, that. like, yeah, like, you really could do it anywhere, really. If there was just a big slot, yeah, long straight, like even Rainbow Beach, like that sort of run. Do it on the uh, crit tracker. Um, yeah, perfect. Virginia or near Toomble. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one point two k in it. You could, you could work awesome. that out. Yeah, and that'd be alright for six hours, so six to twelve hour. Yeah, for right. sure. Cool. Would you want to stay on, Sam? We'll, uh, um, I might have to go because yeah, the little fella's about to fall asleep. So, uh, all good, man. Thanks heaps for jumping on last minute. That was nah, uh, thanks for having me. Really cool. Congratulations again for um taking out Very the nice. dust till dawn. You're on the history books now with the likes <laughs> of cameraman and and the rest yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, congrats on your races too. Yeah, yeah. both of you. Thanks, mate. Was awesome. Yeah, all went really well. Yeah, no, keep up the good work. I love the podcast. Me and a few mates, yeah, we always catch up and, and yeah, like, love listening to it. So it's awesome. Oh, awesome. Right, thanks for the support. Yeah. Legend. No, well done. All right, try and catch up soon. Yeah, yeah. catch you, mate. Thanks, Sam. All right, thanks, you mate. See you. Yeah. Um, we sort of um, squeeze that in, but do you just want to – oh, you probably haven't done any training, Nate. You're still recovering. No, I that. did uh, about uh, 10.66K this morning. Get the legs uh, going. Seen you with Matilda. Yeah, I saw you guys. Wax was well was running, wasn't he? I saw him yeah. this yeah. morning. Uh, the only one missing out the team was Fraser there. Fraser did his own long run. He did good run. Yeah. It's oh, about did. your week, Fraser. You've been probably smashing it the most out of anyone. Uh, I did seventy uh, k this week. Yeah, it's nice. Um, <laughs> big week back. Couple of run with Rob sessions. Are you on your that? training plan yet? For uh, have you got a plan for the half? No, not yet. Uh, Rob's run with Rob. Rob's gonna do me one. Uh, I've got another couple of weeks yet before that starts. Got fourteen weeks till Noosa. Yeah. yeah. Matilda uh, got a free one off the Ben Parks uh, website. There's a free uh, beginners. No, I've, I've got a half marathon one, but Rob's yeah. gonna do me one. I'll adapt it to what like stuff that I know to do, but um. What I do Monday, I had a rest Monday. Um, so I'd run for about 10 days straight. So I had a rest on the Monday. Uh, Tuesday, oh, we did a warm up 
a run with Rob and then did uh, five by four minutes with one minute recovery down at the South Pine Sports Complex. Where do you do it there? Do you run around the AFL? Yeah, there's a around the AFL oval there. Yeah. On the outside of the fence, there's a um, concrete path. Yeah, yeah. running. Yeah, just there like it's a circle. Yeah. It's where the Runco guys go to do their stuff. Dead yeah. flat, hey. It's good because I used to go at Lemke Park, but that gets busy and stuff. Um, but the one down there at South Pine, it's like it's really good. For speedy too, that's probably better because there's not as um harsh corners on there because it's just a... oh that's it and it's just a big big circle. It's about five hundred and what fifty meters or something. Yeah, like a thing. So you just yeah, just keep running around there. Yeah. Pretty good. It's quiet and that as well. So it's uh, uh yeah, so that was good. Um, and then Wednesday I ran from here and ran up to Eaton's Hill. Met up with the run with Rob Crew, and then did a run with them and then run home. So I did like 14.6K on the Wednesday. Thursday was my eventful day. So <laughs> went we run with Rob and literally just as we left, go on the warm up, my foot decided to go down a uncovered manhole. Steve special. Oh, yeah. So Lucky I didn't break your leg, bashed, mate. I bashed my shin up. Yeah, it's pretty chunky. Yeah, so but I I carried on doing the session, so it was going to be, it was meant to be five by six minutes, but I, after four I just uh, lost interest. <laughs> you yeah. know, blood blood all dripping down my leg. On your new splatted, shoes, mate. Splatted all shoes. over me. Splatted all over me new shoes. Oh, um, <laughs> so I was just it was like a murder scene, I tell you. <laughs> and yeah, so I just um. Yeah, so that was that wasn't a bad. I did all right, but like, with the session. Um, yeah, and then basically had a good clean up of me. Um, it was a big gash. It'd actually gone through the next layer of skin. It probably could have done with a stitch or two, but it was that smaller cut that was open. I just um, bandaged it up. all up and taped it. I just cleaned it all up and everything, and then. Um, yeah, bandaged it and stuff and everything. And then after a couple of days, I sort of noticed there was a bit of redness coming around the outside. I thought, oh, it's getting infected. Um, That's in my but, thing. But I've just, I've just kept cleaning it and stuff, and it seems all right now. Like, you got some iodine? Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's it doesn't weep anymore because it, it didn't stop bleeding for about like three days. Wow. Well, yeah. Um. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. A bit. It's a bit sore, like running. But it's been. It's been okay. Like not enough to stop me running. Um. So then on Friday, we met up with the run with Rob crew, and I just did ten k easy with them. Um. And then Saturday, I got up and went to um, Sandgate to do the park run. Yeah. There. I did a couple of way, couple of k warm up. Did park run. There was four hundred and eighteen people there. Part run, Jesus. Pat. Um, it's a tough start, eh? When because they have that like you got to go along the edge of the the footpath and then you got to keep left, so they sort of cram everyone and get in your pace zones and all that. But yeah, everyone tried to do the that. To split, like, so if you're going to be sub twenty, go out the start and then yeah, no, it's really not, just like it's weird because yeah. it's not a race and you're not getting a net time as you go across the start, man. It's just everyone starts the same. So yeah, exactly. So you need to be one if you want to be up the start. 
Yeah. Right. You went all right with that. That's probably your fastest. Yeah, I was oh, right. Yeah. The first K, I did a 408 first K, 411 second K, then third K, I don't know, I was just, it was bloody hot as well. It was a bit of a headwind going down. Um, but then I the fourth K was just a shit K, and then I sped up and did a 420-something last K. I did uh, 21.53. That weren't bad. That's probably a... Probably a twenty worth of twenty one twenty at North Lakes or something. Mm. Yeah, because that's it was exactly five k, which was good. Those um, I was in um yes uh, yesterday I was in um DFO and I went to the Adidas shop and those um you know they had actually a pair it was like buy one get one free they had a pair of those uh, four hundred twenty dollar the um Takumis or whatever they are yeah they're, they're the equivalent of the Alpha Flies I put them on I only twisted my ankle because it just boom, went over on. <laughs> On my side, and I thought, cool, they're not very stable. A 50 oh, mil stack yeah, island. Yeah, I was, I was like, Jesus. I was like, the ones oh, I've I got. Took, yeah, I just took them. Maybe because I'm a bigger foot as well. I know I just took them off, put them back in the box, went in the end there. I ran in them on Saturday. They're just like, my legs are a bit sore on Saturday morning on my warm up. My right calf hurt a little bit, but once I put them on and running, um, yeah, it was right. Pretty good. So, yeah, they had a couple of K warm down, and then the car had a run out at Sandgate Saturday evening, and I just rode the bike. And then this morning, I got up and did 18.6K just to top out for uh, 70K for the week. Where'd you go for that? So I ran from here. I ran up down down to the back of um, through Brendale, back of Brendale, South Pine Sports Complex through there. Then underneath... Um, South Pine Road and then up for the river run that we do on a Friday mm. with run with Rob crew. So I came back down and did that and then um, it goes up to Kabocha, that park and stuff that is around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out Eaton's Hill way. And then, um, and then just kept going. And then I just kept going. I thought I was going to do round it to do 65 for the week, but I thought, well, I'll just keep going. So it's yeah. Do you take gels with you when you run? What do you take yeah, I bought some stuff. I got um, some snowies out of sale on, so I've got um, yeah, a waist strap thing, and it comes with one of those soft flask, um, soft flask. So I had that filled with like drink, electrolyte drink, and I took a gel on that that I got as well. So I had that after forty-five minutes. And I felt right. I was a bit tired, but Shit, you're, you're consistently um. Getting the big getting, the, getting the weeks done. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so you're just um smashing it every week, phrase. Good yeah, shit. So I'll do another couple of weeks of that. And then I'm just gonna sit down with Rob and then we're just gonna sort out a program. Because it's good because a couple of the guys that are in Rob's group, um, they're doing like half half marathons and stuff as well. So they're a good pace. Run with and stuff. So yeah. Um. I mean, pretty much what I'm doing now is pretty much like what probably half of the program would be anyway. Yeah. yeah. They got some big numbers going at your training, eh? On those photos you're posting, there's like fifty or sixty people sometimes. Yeah. Well, it's on the Friday is good because we had that with Leah, which was Nicole's um support crew when she does mm-hmm. back yard ultra. Um. So there, and then we have a coffee afterwards. The coffee shop opens up like an hour earlier. To have just for you guys, for us to have coffees, but they there was probably uh, about 
there's probably about 40 people there. So they probably have the best ever, like, you know, and you think a coffee there is like, say, 500 bucks worth of feet, of feet yeah. uh, drinks. But yeah. people are buying then, like, um, cupcakes and stuff, like, and all that as well. So they must they must make a good, like... I just like, did, like, 40 times $15 at 600 bucks. Yeah, they must make easily that. Great hour, yeah. 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 So, but no, yeah, so I keep doing that, and then, yeah, so going good, feeling fit. Yeah, I was just noticed we made some observations this morning. Like, obviously, Sandgate gets really busy, but the amount of dog shit on the path, yeah, people just don't clean it up. But there's no bins, there's no bins, and there's no dog poo bags for people to pick it up. Like, unless you take your own, yeah, it was. I was um, a little bit disappointed with um, whoever Sandgate comes under if it's Brighton, uh, uh, Brisbane Council, or Morton Bay Council. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think. Might be Morton Bay, but yeah, it needs um, it definitely uh, it could do with a wider path in some places for sure. But I mean, there's dog shit everywhere. It was like because the bins are like 500 meters apart, like yeah. if not more. Like well, if yeah, you're in the just, middle, you'd and you're not and you're a lazy prick, you'd think, oh, where's the nearest bin? Oh, just leave. I don't it. know if they do it because they're worried people are going to chuck fish stuff in there and it stinks them out. Because like you go to Bribey Island, Christ, the bins out there stink. Everyone's chucking prawns fish. and that. Yeah, 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 and that. But um, and there seems to be a gathering of those higher electric scooters out there. It's almost just like there's a they naturally just um, like emigrate there. There was like bloody bundles of them. There was like yeah. about fifteen of them in one spot. I was like, how did they get all the way out of here? People didn't ride from the city and dump them here, or they didn't, you know, uh, like, that, like it's that beam. It's the purple ones. It's beam scooters. I reckon yeah. they um, dumped the, like the twenty of them. A minibus comes around and drops a just drops a big bunch of them down there. Oh, right. They go around and pick them up because people get paid to go and pick charge them up, them. charge them overnight, and then drop them back where they're yeah. told to drop them back to. Uh, but but, oh, but all those sense. all those bins after a day of down there at Sandgate. They're so full up, they're like spilling yeah. outside. It's busy. It was like Fish we were leaving. <laughs> we were leaving at like what half eight, nine o'clock, and it people were having to park on the grass up the side streets because it was yeah, getting so chockers. busy down there. Yeah, it's busy. Yeah. So, but I mean, we were saying it's good. You can, you do in Australia have a very good outdoor life that you like twelve months of the year really. You can go. You could go and sit on the beach in winter, can't you? Eighteen degrees and still be. I had a dip in, I had a quick swim as well afterwards. It was beautiful. Yeah, we went after, after park run on Saturday. Oh, um, yeah. We had a dip in the near the cafe there. Mm. I went in, right? The car went fully in, and I just did yeah. my leg, put my legs and stuff in. Mm. Yeah, I went in fully. Matilda was in agony. We had to walk a bit with um, her legs just flared up, um, leg of calves and everything from running in. She wore the alpha flies, but from a week ago being fine to today was in agony so i think it's maybe there's plated shoes so uh, we bought a pair of uh, she bought a pair of pegasus normal pegasus this morning yeah um and see how just to knock a daily trainer to see how they go um, yeah and they, said, they you say you shouldn't start. always run in these super nah. shoes and stuff like and all that yeah, mm. so maybe do do some get the feet used to working a bit more. We do some calf stuff, strengthening, and just maybe some static holds. I think just um, some isometric stuff. Um, yeah, a little bit, just be a bit of conditioning. Well, I felt all right first run back after the week. I didn't too bad. Left knee a bit, the IT band a bit tight. Um, but I wore my new uh, Gel Nimbus Twenty Threes. They were really plush. Yeah, 
What'd you do yeah, during nice. the week to recover? Mate, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I've been no walking. Spin bike. Nothing. <laughs> no. I, I just I, I read something that said after like say an ultra, when you feel like oh ready to run again, you should leave it another two or three days. And yeah. my legs do still feel pretty tight, and you know like I know I've done done work so. Uh, I'm just yeah, just easy back into it, and then I've got uh, another three weeks before I start my 16 week block for um, Goldie. So yeah, yep. Morton Bay Road Runners are appearing everywhere. They're singlets. They people wear them and at park runs and out on the on the run. This morning there was a couple. Adam Leishman, he he appears a lot on my Strava because he runs every day. Obviously, I don't think he's missed any day. I've got a few stats here. He's um. He always does some quirky stuff on his um, Instagram and on his Strava as well. He puts a little video or a joke or um, a tip of the day. And Friday's supposed to be the funnest day of the week. Get into it, you know. So anyway, um, we've talked about him before. He's he's an avid follower and he's pretty cool. Um, at the time of recording today, he'll be on a consecutive run streak of 3,199 days. And he's got a his ninth anniversary coming up, so in ninety days' time he'll be running nine years straight. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's cool, eh? Um, he, he he sort of he must be pretty like a G up sort of fellow for the run crew that he runs with because he's pretty cool. And and to know that he's doing that and he just jumps in, it doesn't matter if he's running with faster people. And I know Brenton runs with him a lot, so he's got a pretty good support crew out there. So I I, I text him and said, um send me your averages. It'd be pretty cool to know what you've been doing since day dot to now. Like, cause he runs 8k every day. It's a minimum of 8k, but it wasn't always like that. He said in the beginning, he, um, in the early days, he'd kick off with a 3k. And then as he got better, he built it up to a 5k every day minimum. And now, now he's doing eight all the time. Um, over the whole, so my 3,199 days, his average pace is five minutes, 34. So there's be some faster runs and some slower runs, or whatever. And some longer runs that would be slower, but his average is that. And is this a, one with Adam? Yeah, yeah, Adam, yeah. Adam very Leishman. much Adam on Instagram. Yeah, on, on Instagram. Oh, very much Adam. Apologies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Adam Leishman, his name is yeah. <laughs> and he he's now run over that run streak twenty thousand two hundred and twenty four kilometers. Yeah, that's as of today. So, um, what is is he real estate? Is he in real estate or something or finance? Yeah, commercial real estate, I think. That's it, yeah. yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, he also let me in as well as that. He attended uh Morton Bay Road Runners um a training camp up at Alexandra Headlands last weekend with a few of them. There's a, he said there's roughly six, almost 60 people that went along. Um, it was at the Alexandra Park Conference Center. Steve, you said that you'd done something there a while back for fighting, was it? Yeah, did a martial arts training camp at exactly the same place. And uh, you know, yeah. I was thinking. Like about a year ago, I was talking about someone should do something like exactly what they've just done. And yeah. I said, that would be the perfect place to do it because it's got all the conference rooms, the accommodation, yeah. and you can walk to the beach. Like it's just where, a great Where is spot. it? What suburb? Alex oh, Heads. Alex Heads, yeah, oh, up the Alex. coast, sunny coast. So, and they and they had a couple of speakers in there doing um, some guest speaking. Some some were from the Morton Bay Road Runners. They had Dara King talking about trail running. Um, they had Marty um and a few others are clive gross and um what's her name lisa Deneen. so they're all morton bay road runners and then they did he say so on the last day they packed up and got out of their rooms and did a yoga session for runners which they all sat in on but when they got there in the morning they checked in got a briefing and then went straight out to the um the sunny coast 
uni track and did a threshold session. So, but he said across the board, there's all different running paces, people, different abilities. And he said that they accommodated everyone and they all sat down and had meals together. Um, and they got uh, someone in there to from uh, Brad Beer from APA Sports. He talked about physiotherapy for the runners. And another lady, Ali um, Disher, she did sports diet. She's a sports dietitian. So she talked about everyone's fueling and stuff for runners as well. So they had a few speakers doing everything. It's pretty cool. They did a long run on the Sunday morning together and they had paces at five minutes, five thirty, six minutes, and they had an allocated time of two hours. So they run from Alex down to the little bar spit and back to Alex again. So I think it's roughly around 10 or 11 Ks. Great um, run that. Great views yeah. the whole way. So I don't know what that sort of thing costs. So I'm assuming accommodation, food, and and but you get the benefit of going and having a listen to people within your running club that are obviously Marty's a um he's a triathlon and Ironman I think, um and Dara is probably one of their fastest bloody trail runners, um that I know of and I, I know for a fact that the the speedier guys did the threshold session and they and they were running around that three minute pace for whatever time they're doing so they obviously had a bit of enjoyment out of it. And it'd be pretty cool, eh? Like, I reckon all the other clubs within Brisbane should get on board and do something like that. Maybe worth going just to listen to Brad Beer, Pogo Physio. So. He's a he's got a great podcast called The Physical Performance Show. Yeah, and um, it's very scientific. Like, you've got to be listening and concentrating because it's just yeah, it's just a really good podcast. So it'd be worth going to just sit and listen to him talk because he always talking about you know tendon injuries and stress fractures and nutrition and um oh, it's always you know going deep into the scientific side sometimes it's just he just does normal um interviews with like runners where they just talk about their career and stuff but a lot of time it is um you know specialists in their field like you know he's had people i'm talking about pre-cooling before events and you know mm. um the heat um and cold uh therapies and yeah just pretty cool stuff yeah it's funny. You, you reminded me um this morning we were running and there was a guy with a lass running towards us and he goes oh yeah always my shin's always hurt when, hurt when i start running it takes me a while to get warmed up and i look down at his shoes and he's wearing a pair of like like noosa tri you know like the noosa tri like races <laughs> i was thinking oh, that might be your problem mate and you know they reckon they're really good those shoes though. DS yeah, trainer, doing DS, a try. trainer, DS trainer, yeah. DS, DS trainer. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe you need something a bit supportive, or he's got probably got shin splints. Maybe yeah, they're sorted. Yeah, yeah. Well, shin splints are more from overuse. So if you do doing big runs yeah, and you're not even running at all, that's probably the big problem. He's just going out once a week and trying to run something yeah. that he's not capable of. And on concrete, concrete. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're talking about oh, Alex yeah. Heads. Alex Heads is great. We used to surf there a fair bit, didn't we? I don't have to wait. The wave's still pretty good. Yeah, it's not change. Yeah, it's a great little, great little uh, spot. That was yeah, right hand, isn't it? Before yeah, I, before awesome. I went out for my run this morning, I I spent 10, 15 minutes just doing all like like banded exercises and that just to fire up my glutes and yeah. and everything. And I felt so much better. Like when I was I was sweating just from doing that, and I you know I felt like I'd done a good warm up. And then when I went out the door and just started running, it's just like, I felt fine. 
Was it you ages ago, Steve, saying that Noel McBurney, when he was out at Striders, out at Nudgy, was going through all the fundamentals and like um the physiology of warm up, like with you guys, and showing you the stretches? Yeah, and, yeah. I think and I've done warm up. done two like sort of seminars with Noel at Nudgy. Yeah, and, he go, and, and he's gone through and he shows you all the activation drills and stuff, and exactly what you said, phrase. If you spend five, 10 minutes doing all that stuff, you go out and run, you run so much better. It makes, that first so, much, it makes so much different and it stops injuries and stuff. Or where, do you, where do you find that sort of information phrase? Just on uh, YouTube. YouTube. I'll send you a couple of things that I've watched on YouTube. Yeah, cool. You know that video I sent of that Steve Scullion falling yeah. over yeah. Yeah. on his run? Well, he's, yeah. an, he's an Olympic um, marathoner. Yeah, and he's um he does a lot of uh of all that stuff. Actually, yeah. um the guy who does aerobic capacity trains um the CrossFitters in running, he's got a I saw a video on YouTube him showing doing all the hip activation exercises and stuff, and it goes on for quite a while. But like I'd say a good 10, 15 minutes. It's not just knee lifts and bum kicks, you know, like hill kicks, yeah. but um. Yeah, there's some really good exercise. And you go, cool, you get yourself one of them, Steve. Yeah, yeah. So it's just elastic, is it? Yeah. Um, actually, they're cheaper to buy in Chemist Warehouse. Exactly the same thing. They're about $15, $16. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah. And then you just look I've up. just got the medium one, but it's yeah. good for all, yeah. That's what I use first thing. And then, you know, like the swinging your legs and the little sprint drills and stuff and all that, and then ready to go. Yeah, Kmart well. sell them actually. Kmart, I think, sell yeah. them. Target. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Steve, uh, Alex Heads reminds me of maybe it's a bit of a story time when we were out surfing in the rain. And I think you were borrowing one of my longboards or you had a longboard. Oh, is this Steve, where I got cut? Steve yeah, jumps yeah. off the uh, coming off a wave, Steve jumps off the end of the surfboard and the leash retracted. And as he's turned around, the board has full on whacked him straight in the face. Actually, one of the fins hit him in the crease of his yeah. mouth, and it nearly knocked you out, didn't it? It was knocked the fin off. The, nearly knocked. And the it fin nearly off knocked the, the fin out off the board. Nearly knocked Steve out. Steve comes in, and he's holding his got his hand over his mouth, holding his mouth, and then he took his hand away. He's going, oh, 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 quick, keep it covered, mate. So we went to the lifeguards, and they looked at it, and they went, oh, you're going to need to go to hospital, mate. And uh, he's like blood pissing out everywhere so we've jumped in the car we've given to nambour hospital so i've gone in with steve and he's laying down on the bed and the doctor's like oh, i'm going to stitch it out put some local anesthetic in it so he puts the local anesthetic in and steve's going mm, mm. he's gone oh just spit it out so steve's gone <laughs> and it has literally hit the ceiling of the emergency <laughs> room and gone everywhere and the doctor's gone Oh shit! Let me have a look. It must have gone all the way through. He and he's stuck like, the needle into my bloody mouth through that, and he just injecting the, the local, and it was in just filling, mouth. Me, <laughs> filling my mouth up. It all like, gone in his mouth. So he's trying to say like, oh, stitch. Oh, you're filling his mouth up, but I couldn't speak. And fly. Oh, an internal stitch, and like three stitches on the outside. I don't know. Can you see the scar? Because he's right on the. No, I can't even remember where it was. But man, it was a big hole. Like you could. He reckoned that when he opened it, you could see like into my like mouth, like through it. It just I went all the way through his gums. Like, oh. I, was on the, I was on the nose of the board like that, right at the front of the board. And as the wave sort of pitted out, I dived forward and the leg rope just flipped the board and it just. Probably oh, just too remember, short for the board. 
I just so, remember looking up and seeing the back of the surfboard just and it just went bang and oh, injuries like that. Good. Do they ever get opened up during fights again? No, never, never really did that there. Got, but nah. maybe Not if it was sort of around your eyes, eyes. maybe. Yeah, if it wasn't around your eyebrows. It might, but yeah, you got right. bone on its thin, thin skin on bone on your cheek, yeah. your eye cheeks, and above your eyes. Yeah, you guys don't. Perhaps. I don't see surfers. You wouldn't see my scar. I got one that went across me eyelid. There, I stitched up, and yeah. on the right eye, I think I've had uh, one, one or two across the yeah. eye. They, they've healed up. All right. I got a pretty impressive scar on the top of my head right here. I don't know if you can pick it up in the lights. Nah. But um, I was in town drinking, and some guy threw a, you know, emptied his beer on me, and I went over and said something to him. And as I turned around to walk away, he just glassed wow. me with a bottle and just oh, opened shit. me up. So off the hospital. You know what, mate? Being tall, growing up is a bit of a because the short. Sometimes shorter guys go, yeah. oh, let, let's take the big guy out. I little man like syndrome. Little man, take the bigger guy. Yeah, and then he did a runner. So he just basically hit me with a bottle, like holding it by the neck and just smashed it into my head. Um, he kept running. Um, my mate that was with me at the time went outside and the security guards nabbed who they thought it was because obviously he took the bolt and they went outside. And when, when he went out there, he goes, it's not even him. It's the wrong guy. So they oh, grabbed, so the guy ended up getting away, yeah. Um, I, I had to go do a lineup at the police to see because I remember who he looked like, and I went, "It's none of them." That's obviously the guy that the security guard was laying into outside because yeah. he's got the busted face. <laughs> I said, "You got the wrong guy." I got hit across the head once with a bottle, but it like was exactly where you got hit, but it didn't break, and I think it didn't yeah. release the pressure. I'll tell you what, the lump I had on the side of my head, it didn't knock me out. I just didn't look at the guy and go, "What you gonna do?" And he just shit himself. In mine's right. Did a runner too. Right yeah. there, I had three really big cuts and they were right through. And then well, it's hard to stitch them up, isn't it? I was standing near the bar and my mate just went, shit, and put his hand like that. And he dragged me by my elbow into the kitchen and he just grabbed a whole wad of paper, you know, the hand towel, what do you call it? Like serviettes, the square yeah. ones. And he just got the whole wad probably like this high and just went whack on my head. And all I remember seeing was all the blood just coming through the serviette pile. Did you have hair then or not? No, nah, like that. So yeah, got me good. Anyway, long story short, I went to hospital in the ambulance. They rushed me there as fast as I could. And then we get there and we're sitting in the waiting room. And all these people are just coming in and letting them through. And I'm going, what about me? I'm sitting here pissing in blood everywhere. Anyway, they take me into the room and then the doctor comes in and looks at it. And he goes, I'll take it off. And they cleaned it all up. And they go, oh, it's too late now. How long ago did this happen? I went, I've been sitting out in the bloody outside waiting to come in. And he goes, oh, we can't stitch it now. It's all dried up. So they just cleaned it up and basically patched it up and said oh, it should be fine so i but over time i guess shaving your head with a razor the, the skin i guess gets taken away every time you, and yeah. it, it does, you can't really see it unless unless you knew it was there you can't tell yeah. it's not like a not like a dint like on your leg if you've got a cut or whatever that gets stitched up so it's obviously gone flat again same as a break and you break the bone within because uh, your body's always uh you get for about seven to ten skeletons in a lifetime, your body's always breaking down and rebuilding the bone. So yeah. uh, with the osteoclast and osteoblast action, so um, you wear a broken bone after seven years should be like, you wouldn't even have see a sign of that break in the bone yeah, uh, mm. because it would have regenerated and restructured again. Is your leg bruised, Fraser, from that hit where you hit the edge of that? manhole cover or whatever it is no it won't because it was just like it wasn't even painful just because it was just so deep cut just a chop um, 
What was it? A sprinkler or a water main? No, water I think main, it was. I think water it was meter. a water meter. Ah, oh, okay. Um, so what have the council said? Or have you heard yet? Nothing. Have you heard? I haven't heard anything back from them yet. But we we put three three complaints in. I did. Run mm. with Rob. Or Rob did from Run with Rob, and someone else did. You know, like being on Strava, okay. but um, you know, you see people progressing. Like Fraser's like kilometers are just bang. He's like up. He's 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 riding along that 60, 70 k mark with a big week at seventy five. And at the other end of it, we have Wax that sort of just disappeared for a little while. And over the last three weeks, he's been building. The last two Sundays, we've done a long run, or maybe three Sundays. And and over the last three weeks, he's got quicker. Is it just me or does Wax get fit really quick? Yeah, he does. Because um, last week he struggled to make 21 and and five to go. So 16 Ks, he said, you just go. And he said the last five, he was just dying and he had to um, walk three times. But he got it back and his average like ends up blowing out to 5.30. Today he ran the whole way and I think his average was like 5.16 or something. Is that crazy mm-hmm. or and he, last well, week he, he said, might oh, have had, just, he might have had a, just that fitness previously though. Don't know. He does yeah, a lot of cardio. Still a bit. Still oh, a bit. Heart, it don't right, take yeah. long. Yeah. yeah. He said he does a lot of cardio that he doesn't like post or anything. But yeah, he has a pretty good setup in his garage that he does like skipping and dumbbell. Uh, what do you call them? Kettlebells and all that sort of stuff. So he's he's quite fit. But the running part of it is just seems to build real easy. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm talking like from from me. If I have to stop running, it takes ages. But for oh, him, I've noticed like my heart rate as my heart rate average heart rate today was a 140 on that yeah. run but yeah, it's, 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 run. it's come down it yeah it's it's probably six to eight beats per minute less than what it was like yeah. hey steve we've got to give your sister um a shout out because she did yesterday a, a cracking 20k run in yes. under two hours and i think her average heart rate was like 150 something i heard she's uh getting fit your yeah, sister. Shit. I didn't, I didn't 4 a.m she was out running yeah. 404 a.m. It said uh, yeah, down the 20k, big 20k. So, yes, uh, pretty hilly, man. I was like, we might see her in a race or something. Hey, is she gonna strap on the shoes, get racing? Yeah, I think she's and she's entered a few races. I think she might be doing the Noosa half, but I, th- oh, yeah. I think she might be doing something else as well. She'd be up for a yeah. good time on that, wouldn't she? Yeah, like man, she's that's doing, she's doing the Noosa. She's doing the Noosa half. Yeah, we've mate, it's all the um the group running with run with Rob. They just excel. And like this morning, I, I haven't whizzed through my week. Nothing really special, but we run this morning um twenty four k at Sandgate, and at the start of our run, we had Sparling Wax. Who was that guy that had his shirt off? Steve, what's his name? Ah, uh, Rory. Yeah, he's Rory. And and then it. there was probably. 15 others. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a good group, eh? Where did you run to from Decker Park to where? Decker Park to Woody Point. Woody Point Jetty, and then all the way back past Decker Park, then all the way to the Scarborough Jetty, turn around, come back, and that was 24K. Oh, Shawncliffe Jetty, yeah. Shawncliffe Jetty, peer. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's just, I finished and I was like, man, I didn't even realize we've just done 24K because we're just talking the whole way to a conversational pace. About five, 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 I think. Five oh five, but like slower at times. And then mm-hmm. we we picked it up a little bit at the end because you know you you know that the end's coming. You just sort of want to get it over and done with. But you just couldn't. I couldn't do that, man, on my own. It's just the running with the group is so good. And What's if Peter I had, training for, um, he did thirty five. London Marathon. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, that explains that. 
I said to him um, this morning, I said, I'm going to buy you a, a USB mic to take with you. And we'll do a, a pre and post show. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Like we did with um, uh, Mike and um, yeah. Carl. That was that was great. Be what um, Are you going to look at um, uh, London next year? I'll just keep I'll keep entering the ballot and hopefully I can get in. But if not, yeah. I don't know. I see what Spencer's doing with that other. He gets uh, two entries, but he said he can. Um, he can he hook me up. It to someone else. But we'll just see if he's gonna if he's got uh, a lot of requests because I think he uses it as like, yeah. Well, I could get in through doing the charity stuff, but it's just finding time to do all that. You know, when you do this, working, all that, it's just a bit hard. But um, I don't know. I've been considering doing a um a two weeks in Thailand to do some Thai boxing at some stage this year. I've just, I don't know what it is, but I've just been thinking about doing that heaps lately. Yeah, you might get an invite up to Cameraman's property to have a hit up there. Oh, I definitely would, especially yeah. now it's um cooling down a bit, and he's nearly got it finished. I've seen that. Um, little videos. pictures, eh? Shows little yeah. glimpses of it. And it's all looking real good. Nearly done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but actually, I will talk about one session I did this week because I've been pretty knackered after work every day, and uh, strapping on the shoes and thinking, ah, oh, where am I going to run? Like you know, it just gets boring sometimes. And then my Garmin always has recommended things to do. Ah, yes, and my Garmin come up and it said, uh, recommended set threshold. And I was like, oh, what is it? And it was three by eight minutes at 420 pace. And I thought, oh, that's like pretty doable. I'll do that. So I hit do workout and did a 10 minute warm up. And then it, you know, counts down through the eight minutes, 420s, end up going way too quick, about four minute Ks, 405 yeah. pace, trying to like, so hard to get the pace right because you slow right down, it goes too slow. And then you push a bit, it gets, goes too quick but yeah that was a um that was a great little session because afterwards i felt like i'd actually done some work but it wasn't that hard so if that makes sense yeah like yeah 420s was pretty good and the eight minutes so you did eight minutes and then i think two minutes at six minute k's and then eight minutes two minutes to six minute k's eight minutes and then 10 minute cool down and that worked out to be like 10.1 k on yeah. the normal loop that I do. And um, I really enjoyed that. Like, and then I thought maybe I should do like a month of just doing everything the Garmin tells me to do. Yeah. You know, you like when you put your watch on and it like, says rest oh. and then go, oh, okay, right. And then have a rest. And then like, because Friday afternoon, I, I went for a jog with um, Tammy and the kids. They were riding their push bikes and just did 5K. But it told me to do like, this strange sprint session of like 15 second reps. It was weird. Yeah. Eh? It was like 15 seconds reps at 240 pace. And I just deleted it because I was going for going with the kids and that. But I thought it'd be a good experiment to do a month just copying what your Garmin says. It would make a good YouTube video, you know, doing that hmm. exactly what it says and just see if you progress or yeah, see how you react to it. Be pretty yeah. interesting. You've been program programming your watch, eh, Fraser, for all your um running that you're doing, eh? You plug it yeah, in, yeah. So do the sessions Rob, on it. Rob sends, uh, he's already sent what we're doing this week. Yeah. But I've got the kids this week, so I just if it's not too hot, I'll go out and do it. If not, yeah. I'll just go on the treadmill. 
I think you said okay, it. Yeah, I've been programming it in on my watch. It makes Possibly. it easier, right? Eh? You just don't have to worry about it. The watch just tells you it's what you did. Easier as well. And then, plus, as well, on the Garmin, you can actually see what you did do. Yeah. yeah. So, if you've got to run for five minutes, you can see how many Ks you did in that five minutes. And the minutes. benefit of that is you just go in if you have to alternate it. So, maybe three minutes to four minutes, you just go in and change the time and then save it again and send it through. And then you just do that same yeah, workout. That's so, yeah. That's too difficult yeah. for me. So, <laughs> but I've it's worked out the, you know, the, the repeats and stuff. And then, yeah. If there's an another rep, you just hold your finger on it and drag it into the repeat yep. set and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm sort what's of the session in. this week, Fraser? What's the Tuesday speed set? Tuesday speed set. I think it was uh five. Oh no, in the middle of the night one. You mean? Yeah, pretty much. Go get my eight hours, mate. Go get my eight hours. No, it was uh. Tuesday's speed session is five by four minutes fast with one minute easy between. Four minutes. So he just accommodates everyone, Frey. So there's no speed. Yeah, well, there's pace. in here, there's he's got like two groups because it all depends if yeah. some of them have got another Southeast Queensland trail race coming up in a couple yeah. of weeks. Like yeah. some of them ran today down at Hins Dam. Yeah. In the, the other one. Um, that's pretty so cool. Group, group one is five by four minutes, and then group two is four by five minutes yeah. it's like last week when we did tuesday session there was two groups and one was the like five, five by four and the other one was like eight by two minutes and i thought oh that sounds a bit better so who, do, all... who decides what pace you run at for those ons you just do that off well, your he own just running? says he just he says like um you know whatever basically base it off what your park run yeah. Or your half marathon pace. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, so then you should be running sort of 15 seconds or so faster than that. Yeah. And is that, that is that a regular? They just do that same thing every week. So Monday's an easy run, Tuesday's speed, and then yeah. they do the Wednesday, threshold. Wednesday easy, and then Thursday's like threshold. Yeah. Or hit like a hill session. And then Friday's the easy session. long run, is it? Friday's yeah. easy, and then whatever people do on a Saturday. So some people meet up and go together like Sasha and that did on Saturday. Yeah. But meetups go for a run. Some people go do different park runs and stuff. And pretty cool, eh? Yeah, it's good. So, I reckon sometimes it's good to mix up your long run on a Saturday and finish with park run. Yeah. Mm. Other than any, at least you get Sunday to sleep in. Well, Sasha and Katie, they did that long run. That was all around Collins Road, around um that way there. So it was really hilly, but there was a heart rate run. So basically, they're just trying to keep their heart rate down. So some of their pacing up the hills is like seven minutes, and then they go on the other way and they get down to like under five minutes. So I think their mm. averages were pretty quick, considering that that's a pretty hilly Fraser. No, Collins Road is pretty steep. Yeah, and then going back around through the Jinka Trackway, that's steep anyway. Yeah. You got so, the Jinka Drone around there. You could do that. That would be hilly though. Mm. So, so yeah, well, it's hard. We're trying to keep your heart rate. You virtually have to walk up a hill. Yeah, I guess heart so. Heart rate like low. Yeah, but they still um, did twenty k's of that. That's pretty mind-boggling. Just to yeah. try and concentrate all the time on and off your watch, looking what's happening. Especially um, with the heat at the moment. Mm. The heat puts a few BPM. It was it was hot yesterday morning as well. I really know because I usually been running at quarter to five in the morning. On Friday's run, it was just beautiful. Temperature was perfect. Probably like 18, 19 degrees. Yeah, and then you get up yesterday and then run and then racing at seven o'clock, like yeah, it's like someone to turn the fire on. Yeah, it's today today night. was nice. Nate's got there really late. He must have needed more sleep or something. Um, I see. Uh, Dave Goggins has this. 
this workout for 48 hours and it's four miles every four hours for 48 hours. Four hours yeah. And anyway, someone in America was out doing it and they got hit, run over by a car. They didn't get killed. So the guy who ran him over, the, the car insurance company are actually suing Dave Goggins because it's his workout that the person was doing. Um, so like the guy is, you know, whether you were just out running cause you were just running, you got run over. The guy's like, Oh yeah, I ran him over. It was in my accident. But the insurance company going, Oh, well, we're going to blame Dave Goggins because it was the guy was out doing his, his workout. Like I expect it will probably get thrown out, but it's still shit. You have to, don't have to deal with, you know, that is ridiculous, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. That's like saying, oh, I saw this workout on YouTube. I'm going to went and did it. And then the person who put the video up on YouTube is getting sued by the insurance company from the guy that ran you over. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's silly. Yeah. No. Well, like with my um cut on my, you know, when I had that surfing injury, I, I yeah. should sue Kelly Slater. Because <laughs> he's the reason <laughs> I wanted to go surfing. Yeah, that's it. Well, it was who's my fin was. Sue me. It was the fin that cut you. So whatever <laughs> yeah, mate the fin them. was. Yeah. Right. Sue them as well. Well, actually, yeah, though, yeah. talking about those fins, those fins now, a lot of them, they make them, don't they, with that rubberized flexi edge for that yeah. same reason. Yeah. 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 You get hit by them. You know, surf cuts and hit. I've had my board hit by a guy once and it put two chomps in it um, from fin cuts. We collided and these board went over the top of mine. It chopped the front fin chops. Yeah. yeah. So they're pretty sharp and it's uh, plastic. It's still sharp. Anyway. Cool. All right. Let's hit the road, eh? Yeah. Mm. Good stuff. Have a good week. Awesome. Yeah. Hope it cools Touches. down a bit. Yeah, it is cooling down, which is good, eh? Yeah, the mornings yeah. are good, eh? Not so much no. when I get home from work and running at 9 o'clock, but yeah, mm. today was today was 20 degrees, I think, when we started. It was really good. Mm. I'm going to... um really now it's starting to cool down i'm gonna start really smashing them park runs as hard as i can because i've <laughs> suffered through all this heat and now as soon as it starts cooling down i'm just gonna start well the um the guy that won myself. sandgate park run was that uh he's like 50 odd years old oh um oh he's not matt no what's his name God, was he the guy that comes second at North Lakes a couple of weeks? Yeah, he ago? won the Gold Coast fifty. Oh. Maybe Nathan knows who he is. <laughs> He's could be your friend, Nathan. There we go. Hold on. <laughs> the um, you and you and you and McFadden. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 But so he, he was only he was only jogging. He was only jogging. But he did seventeen fifty seven, and that young lad Zach Rogers, he finished second in eighteen minutes. Have you spoken about the World Cross? No, no, we haven't. Because um, we did uh, Australia. See the women's race. That, oh, that chick at the end. Gidi yeah. just collapsed at the end. Yeah, yeah, so close to the finish. It's the heat, yeah. I reckon. Eh? They can't handle the heat. Well, yeah. they should do. She was Ethiopian. Well, the right. Australian mixed four by two relay team uh, got um, bronze yeah. medal. Yeah. At awesome, eh? So uh, I think that Ollie Hall, Stewie McSwain, Jess Hull, and. Oh, I can't think of the other girl's name. That's bad. Um, Abby yeah, Caldwell. Right. Abby Caldwell, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's and a pretty superstar team. And Jack Jack Rayner was in the cross country. Did you see that? He's flying. Yeah. yeah. Done by um, Kai Robinson was the first Aussie though. Yeah. Well, so he went past what him at some stage. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know where I don't know exactly where he came, but I think it was Kai Robinson, Jack Rayner, Brett Robinson, and then I don't know the order from there, but quite a muddy course. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Oh, it would have been the rain, isn't it? They've had a fair bit of rain. I don't know why they call just... that the billabong where they're going through the mud. Yeah, I know, yeah. That's yeah. not a billabong. It was weird, like some of those little like zigzag things with all the uh car tires that were yeah. running around them. I was like, what the like... yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Embarrassing. It's quite hilly, wasn't it? That course. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tough, some big man. hills in it. Right. Bloody windy too. Oh, oh yeah, the cross windy course, because some of them are so flat, aren't they? You know, it's just like they're just like a speed speed session on the on grass grass track sort of thing. Well, I I watched it on a channel called Vice Land, like yeah. HD. The picture picture quality was awesome. It was yeah, just really? on my on my fetch box. Yeah, because I, I haven't got SBS on. Mine, I think it was on SBS, but it was on Viceland as well. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Never heard of the channel before. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, they used well, to do documentaries. Well, no, but uh, yeah, afterwards yeah. they were showing the um, like the Iron Man, you know, the surf, ski, and, and yeah. all that thing from down the Gold Coast. Um, one of, the guy that came forth at the Blue Mountains, Andrew Gattenby. I follow him because he's um he's the son-in-law of one of my mates that I used to run with at Parkrun all the time. He um. I think it was on Friday he went there and did a lap, I think, which is 6Ks of the course. Or it might be 2K, two laps. So it might be two 3K laps plus the in and out of the stalls at the start. It's quite hilly. So he did 6K. Hang on, I'll just go find it. And just so everyone knows, um, he did 6.17Ks at 3 minutes 26 a kilometre. And it's oh. 115 metres of elevation. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of elevation over 6Ks at that pace. Lying. Yeah. Was he just doing one of the, like, every, anyone could enter races that they do? I think so, yeah. There's a, all these posters, the golden ticket, so he must have got an invitation yeah, to come and run. That's, um, they call it the golden ticket race. I think anyone could enter, and they pick the, the top seven from each male and female got a Yeah, because a couple of them have come up, and then they're older people, more 30-year-old sort of age group, and then they had the schools on that day as well. So a lot of schools, like, um, did their cross-country, the state – schools cross country there so they did the same thing and <laughs> they're running the same pace too like 325 pace and the same elevation so yeah, it is quite right. hilly they're like and the, those guys that are running that on the tv phrase are oh, just sprinting up the hills though eh? oh yeah <laughs> this is like it's just the same place they don't even change it's just constant eh? yeah but, i've seen um, um steve monaghetti run as well down there yeah you run in the relay yeah the masters event and um, I think the Masters Relay. Wow. How'd he go, you know? Uh, I, I don't know his position, but I've seen footage online. He's just <laughs> like, he's borderline could run with the elites. Like he's that yeah. fast. Where did he, he was the one commentating, wasn't he? I think he was right. commentating some of the races, but yeah, yeah, he definitely did the Masters. Yeah. Bloody so, get the right. work cut out trying to make a Masters team if he's in it. Was that Ben Parts is doing that Seville Marathon, isn't he, this today? Oh, you know who's doing that, that too? Aiden Hobbs, former oh, guest of the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I think he posted on his Instagram. He posted the link. So if you check his Instagram and it started mm. at 6 p.m., it starts at 6 p.m. Australian time. Oh, right. Yeah. So it'll be on later today. That'd be good. Mm. Cool. All right. Wicked. Oh, that was good recording a bit earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Get it done. Yeah, I'm going to uh, Sunday dinner now with my parents. Nice. Yeah, nice. I'm going to relax. Having a sleep. 
Good shit. All right. Catch you, boys. Yeah. All right. Catch you later. Players. Talk to you in a week. Yep.